Podbean and just check my settings. And that's fine. And then we'll just go live on Facebook. Uh, Page. Oh, gosh, I'm going blank. Drum roll, please, and let's hope it all still works. <laughs> uh, preview. Okay, we should be now live on Facebook. Oh, not setting it up. Nearly live on Facebook. Have we got any more participants waiting to get in? Oh, we do. Sorry, Eleanor. Uh, right. Good. So I think now we're all... Uh, Good to go. Oh, nearly good to go. I just don't have any words in front of me. But apart from that, I'll just make some up, shall I? Uh, good morning. I'll stop that sharing for a minute. Uh, welcome all. Uh, sorry for the slight delay again. I'm still getting used to these uh, this technology, but uh, if you're on uh, Zoom, we've got a good number joining with us on Zoom, including internationally, I think, although Lamboy's sound didn't seem to connect, which is a bit of a shame, but uh, I'm not sure if that's... Let's check if it's okay. Um, but anyway, it's good to see if you're on Zoom. It's good to, uh, or for you to see if you're on Facebook. I see there's a few joined uh, this morning already. Welcome. Um, and it's good you're listening on Podbean, or even if one or two folk uh, are watching back or listening back uh, later on in the day or in the future. Um, just trying to get my background looking. Better. There we go. Uh, I'm learning all sorts of things this week, um, not least, as many of you might have seen, the uh, wonderful um, parish council meeting that uh, went viral on the internet uh, from somewhere down south. And uh, one of the things was that the chap was very 
close up and in your face uh, and uh, invading space. And I don't want to be doing that. So I'm trying to um, position myself better uh, and sit back and uh, using my uh, Glenn Boyg uh, background this week. Uh, so um, these are uh, some of the things that we discover as we're, we're going through. Awful to watch them on something. Uh, it was, yes, it was. Uh, I haven't actually managed to watch it all through. It's fairly uh, uh, cringe worthy, but uh, but there we go. Oh. Uh, message there on uh, on Facebook, so that's good to see. So, uh, just for the record, and in case we're all losing track of the time, it's the 7th of February, <laughs> it's the fifth Sunday after Epiphany. Uh, and this is uh, Glenn Boygan, Gart Kosh, uh, Church's Joint Service. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. We're beginning uh, with uh, our, a setting of the Psalm 147, uh, which is along with Isaiah is another one of the readings set for today. Um, if you happen to use the hymn book, the Hymns of Glory or the CH4, it's number 103. Uh, I will put the words up on the screen. Sadly, this morning, uh, though I believe she's doing OK now, we don't have uh, Annette who um, has uh, had a wee stay in uh is, is it the, the Glasgow Royal Hilton or the uh, Airdrie Hilton? I'm not quite sure which one she's in. Um, Glasgow Royal. Glasgow Royal Hilton. But uh, we're, we're glad to hear that she's, um, that the, because they know what they're, that they're doing, uh, she's fine and she'll be getting better and she'll be getting home uh, in a few days. I believe that's right. Tom's not saying yes. Oh, yes, yes. Um, so, uh, but we'll we'll keep Annette and others in our prayers when it comes to that. But uh, uh, unless Tom wants to sing and play at the same time, which I know is is like patting your head and rubbing your tummy, then <laughs> you'll just have to uh, put yourselves on mute My otherwise mind. and uh, and sing along with the words uh, and the music that Tom plays. So, um, fill your hearts with joy and gladness. With joy and gladness, sing and praise your God and mine. Great is something and wisdom, might and majesty divine. He who framed the starry heavens knows and names them as they shine. Praise the Lord, his people praise him, wounded souls his comfort know. Those who fear him find his mercies, peace for pain and joy for woe. Humble hearts are high exalted, human pride and parley.
Out in sunshine, wind and rain, pastures, golden valleys thick with grain. Fill your hearts with and plenty days. Love is lost, declare his judgments, walk in all his words and things. Be the Lord and be his children, praise the Lord, all people Thanks for that, Tom. Um, I don't know if it's just me that lost a, you a bit during one of the verses, um, but uh, we carried on regardless, and we got we got to the end. So that was the main thing. I, I, I did wonder whether it was the irony of the the words uh, singing about uh, the melting of snows when we've just had a wee bit of a snowfall overnight. So, but uh, there we go. Let's join together now in prayer. Let us pray. And this is based around some of the other verses from Isaiah 40. Dear God and loving Heavenly Father, perhaps we don't know, or we haven't heard. Perhaps we have been told before but not remembered, or listened to the stories but not fully understood. For you are the God on the throne who stretches out the heavens the one who is over all princes and rulers of the world. Help us to see with your perspective that they come and go, but you remain forever. No one is like you or equal to you. Remind us when we gaze at the heavens, marvel at the starry skies, of whose power and strength and creativity brought them into being. Help us not to complain that you don't see us or are disregarding our cause. Forgive our sins and mistakes, our missteps and selfish acts, the hurt we have caused and the things that we failed to do. But help us to know, to hear, to remember and to understand that you are everlasting, you are creator, you don't grow tired, and that you forgive us and can give strength to us. In those words, even youths and young people get tired and weary, stumble and fall. And many of us still think of ourselves as young, on the inside at least. May we be strengthened. May we hope in you, Lord, and be renewed in that strength. To soar as if on eagles' wings, to run without getting tired, to walk without getting faint. We want to extol you with all of our hearts. We ask to be part of the Council of the Upright as we gather together in these virtual online ways. We praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name, using that pattern of prayer which he shared with his friends. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory for ever. Amen. So uh, the notices, as ever, are uh, available for download on the descriptions in Podbean and Facebook. Um, and uh, I think I put it out on the, the email that I've managed to send out just before. Uh, the service started as well so if you haven't seen that you can get that um, but just to remind you we're continuing online uh, next Sunday will be for the next few Sundays still uh, remember that if you wish to you can access zoom by phone or if you know someone else who wants to then let me know uh, and I can talk you through how to use the, the details it's an Edinburgh number uh, that you dial in uh, and you can key in the um, the, the, the meeting code and the, the passcode. Uh, we also have our midweek uh, service, our midweek video on Wednesday, Wednesday worship. We're bringing some music, some reflection and prayer, uh, and then we're using Zoom and Facebook for that. Um, I mentioned last week the possibility of uh, meetings uh, and having consulted with some of our clerks, certainly at Gartkosh, we've uh, settled uh, on next Monday the 15th, a week tomorrow uh, at 7pm and hope that session and board members will be able to join in for that and we can uh, see what uh, essential items of business we can uh, go through and hopefully the following week, uh, Betty, if we can uh, manage uh, Glenn Boyg similarly but I hadn't um, managed to get back to you about a date for that, if that's seems suitable um, and uh, Tom I'm sure we can give Annette a, a pass from that meeting if she's not feeling like it at that stage um, and you can let me know if you're feeling like it at that stage or if we, uh, we might give you a, a night off as well. Um, just a reminder to people that if you aren't getting the emails uh, or the, um, the WhatsApp uh, messages then uh, you can sign up for for that I try and send out um, the information about the the zoom uh, for the services uh, but I am trying something this week that the zoom details you logged in today which are different from each of the last few weeks uh, but hopefully the zoom details that you use today we can use for each of the Sundays in February so save them if you can I, I will send out reminders of them but the idea is to save having to create new ones each week. Um, so that's the plan for the next few weeks. Dave. Tom. Your screen's totally frozen. Oh. That's okay. <laughs> All right. It's been frozen for the past two or three minutes. Okay. Could you hear me though? Yeah. All right. Well, you don't necessarily need to see me. Frozen again. Oh. <laughs> right. Um, well, I, I can only put that down to either my internet or, or something else out with my control. So apologies for that. But if, if folk can still hear me, um, then then that's the main thing. I, sh I should also say in, in terms of announcements, just a reminder 
that uh, you can request hymns to use in future weeks, either on a Wednesday or a Sunday, and you can post comments on the chat and Zoom or on Facebook um, if you want particular things or people mentioned in the prayers. Um, and I see we've got a good few more people uh, watching or have uh, watched on the way past on Facebook as well. Um, and uh, are we praying hands uh, after the, the verse as well. So thank you for all of those. Um, uh, as I've said, news-wise, we're not really doing birthdays unless people ask for shout-outs. Um, so uh, nobody's asked, so I'm not going to um, give those shout-outs just uh, at the moment. Um, Brenda. Brenda has kindly agreed to give our reading this morning from Mark's Gospel. I'd like to unmute. The reading this morning is from Mark chapter 1, verse 29 onwards. And I'm reading this morning from the Good News Bible. Mark 1, verse 29. Jesus and his disciples, including James and John, left the synagogue and went straight to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a fever. And as soon as Jesus arrived, he was told about her. He went to her, took her by the hand and helped her up. The fever left her and she began to wait on them. After the sun had set and evening had come, people brought to Jesus all the sick and those who had demons. All the people of the town gathered in front of the house. Jesus healed many who were sick with all kinds of diseases and drove out many demons. He would not let the demons say anything because they knew who he was. Very early the next morning, before daylight, Jesus got up and left the house. He went out of the town to a lonely place where he prayed. But Simon and his companions went out searching for him. And when they found him, they said, everyone is looking for you. But Jesus answered, we must go on to the other villages round here. I have to preach in them also, because that is why I came. So he travelled all over Galilee, preaching in the synagogues and driving out demons. Thanks be to God for this word. Amen. Thank you, Brenda. I wonder, as Brenda read that, or as we think about it, whether we can imagine ourselves to be back uh, in that situation. That's, in some ways, always the challenge as we read scripture to to picture what it's really would have been like for uh, for others uh, and for ourselves. Even better to picture what it would be like if Jesus were walking the earth today. Of course, if Jesus came to 21st century Scotland instead of 1st century Judea, we probably wouldn't uh, have had the church uh, as it now is. But assuming everything else was largely as it is, and that also would be a big assumption, would he be wandering around? Would he be gathering followers? Would he be doing healings? 
on a practical level, um, wandering around getting rained on, uh, getting cold, it perhaps uh, would be a lot harder to be uh, a wandering teacher uh, to not have a home in this part of the world than it is in some others. And indeed, is wandering around, gathering followers, speaking in the streets or perhaps by the side of uh, Johnston or Garn Queen Loch, is that the best way to get attention? Would you go down to the lochs at Drumpelier, uh, where there uh, always seems to be a very busy uh, place at the moment? Is that the best way to get attention? We don't really have that same tradition of teachers with their disciples uh, I don't think, certainly not in this, uh, in my experience. But perhaps more likely is that Jesus would use the means, the opportunities open to him. Would he be attending the gatherings that people would still have? Perhaps uh, even without church, there might be fairs, there would be other uh, similar events. Would he be found of an evening down at the social club or along at the big shop or another local establishment? Would he engage with things online, get his message out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, especially if he were here as we are now in the midst of a pandemic? Maybe he'd be ministering in and around Monklands Hospital or outside Betfred. It's hard to say. Our life is so very different from that world we read of in the Gospels and other parts of Scripture. But I think there is much, despite all the difference, there is much that's very relatable. Jesus visits people in their homes. In fact, here it's by invitation. His so far four disciples have told him about Simon's mother-in-law being in bed with a fever. So he goes to that home of Simon and Andrew and tells Jesus about her and he heals her. And along with that, perhaps that previous healing or driving out of the demon that we, we mentioned last time, his fame is spreading because as a result, the whole town gathers uh, in the evening uh, at the door after sunset. He heals and drives out demons, but he's still trying to keep things relatively quiet. He's uh, preventing the demons from speaking out and saying who he was. You can imagine uh, in these days if if someone at a particular address in, in the Red Row or, or in older houses or wherever it would be had a miraculous healing, there'd be talk about it around all around Gatkosh and Glenboig and perhaps further afield too. But might we actually go and gather? I believe he's still at the house. Come on, let's go and see if we can see him. Would, would we be crowding out the, the place where he was staying? Would we be the kind of paparazzi? Uh, equivalent. But of course, healing and signs are not the only part of Jesus' ministry. And so we uh, continue on to know that he needs to be strengthened. He needs to be renewed, uh, perhaps after all that uh, hard work, that ministry. So he gets up very early in the morning while it was still dark. and. Uh, of course, again, a different time and place means different things. Uh, if you think for us, getting up while it's still dark could be you've slept in if it's in the middle of winter, or it could be, goodness gracious, what are you getting up at three in the morning for if it's in the middle of summer? 
um, somewhere a bit uh, warmer and closer to the equator, uh, the, the, the differences are perhaps not so extreme. But nonetheless, he's still getting up very early, leaving the house, going off to a solitary place and praying. And Mark doesn't uh, detail uh, how long for in this case, uh, but we certainly get the idea from other places in, in the Gospels that he was in the habit of praying uh, thoroughly uh, and perhaps uh, for a, a good period of time. Um, for example, in the uh, the Garden of Gethsemane, could you not keep watch for, for a few hours? Um, it's not just uh, a wee five-minute prayer. So he he goes, he, he gets himself, if you like, renewed, restored, uh, so much so that when Simon and the others wake up, realize he's not there, they go looking for him and then find him and exclaim, everyone's looking for you. Well, yes, presumably to be healed. Um, and that's what he then decides to do. But instead of uh, remaining in the place where they are, he says, let's go somewhere else, other nearby villages. Let's share out uh, what I've got. That's why I've come to spread uh, the word uh, far and wide and to preach there also. But along with the preaching goes further, uh, driving out of demons and uh, indeed, if we were to have read on uh, to the last section of this chapter, uh, a further healing of a man with leprosy. And that, that would have been a much feared disease, albeit there's a, a note that suggests uh, it, the word could have been used for other skin diseases. But nonetheless, it would have been something that people would have uh, shied away from. And yet uh, this man's begging on his knees, you can make me clean. And Jesus is filled with compassion. Uh, and heals him too. Characteristic of, of Mark's gospel, immediately uh, he went out. Uh, so immediately the, the leprosy left him and, and was clean. But there are all these words immediately then. Uh, there's a sense of fast moving, of progress uh, going on in Mark's gospel. And Jesus still doesn't want the word to spread too quickly. He's not there trying to generate a big social uh, movement, uh, a mob. Um, he says, no, don't go and tell anyone. Just go and do what you're required to do under the law, under the Jewish law. Go and give the sacrifices and uh, uh, give testimony in, in that way in the temple. But instead, the man doesn't do that. He goes out, uh, talks freely, spreads the news. And so that resulted in Jesus not being able to uh, be openly in towns, uh, but staying outside in the lonely places. And even then, people would still come for that healing, for that ministry. And so it makes me think, well, what does that tell us? Because we can do all the imagining we like uh, about Jesus being here and now in 21st century Scotland in the midst of the snow that's falling again. But in fact, there isn't a plan B. Jesus has been uh, in person uh, as a human on earth. And now we are those who are his followers, his disciples, or those just curious and finding out. But those who are following him are being Jesus' hands and feet and sharing his words and his love. So what are we doing? Are we following? his example. Yes, we might be weary. We're probably wearying of lockdown. 
uh, wearying of uh, the situation that we're in, though we're thankful that uh, it seems to be progressing and that we have vaccines being administered. Many to people from Kharkov today, I understand, and perhaps Glenn Boyd too. Um, are we wearying? Are we getting up early to pray? Now, I will tell you right now and put my hand up to confess I'm not managing to get up early. If anything, I'm, I'm, I'm up late and, and sleeping late, which is not a great habit to be in, not a great pattern to be in. But are we finding and making time to pray, not just a five minutes, not just a wee bit before we go to bed or a wee bit before a meal? Are we spending time in God's presence? Are we bringing healing to those that we can, where we can? And we might think, well, there's no way we can do the healings that Jesus did. But we never know the the power of a righteous person, we're told, is powerful and effective. We're also told Jesus said to his disciples that those who followed him would do even greater things than he did. And we can bring healing in, in many ways just by simply being a loving friend uh, and a caring person to those around about us, to have that sense of compassion for those who are in uh, need. Are we using all the means we have? We're, we're trying uh, to use technology in different ways, as we've mentioned, email, WhatsApp, uh, Facebook, Podbean, uh, Zoom. Uh, there's a new one that I'm just being introduced to this week, which might make it easier for us to have sort of gatherings and, and almost after-service coffee, if you like, um, where instead of having a, a nine or ten names on the Zoom uh, and trying to sort of have a moderated conversation, we can kind of go and gather in groups of twos and threes and fours uh, and have little mini video chats, but all in the same wider room. So um, I might introduce that to us in a future week. But are we using all the means we have, even the humble telephone or a, a text message uh, to someone to share Jesus' love and compassion and care and to share the good news? Um, it has been a week. Uh, as I'll go on to pray, of good news uh, in some ways. Uh, sad news to hear that people, for example, Annette, are in hospital, but good news that it's all under control and that uh, uh, she's in a, a good way and that, that she'll be getting out in due course. And we've had some other uh, answers to prayer in that regard as well. Let's use all that we can to be all that we can, to share Jesus' love and compassion and care in our parishes, in our area, or wherever we serve, uh, whether that's in Manipur in India, uh, whether that's uh, in Moody'sburn, or wherever else we might be. May it be so. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So let us bring our prayers for others. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks for all the ways that you have uh, blessed us, that we have these various uh, technologies, even if uh, the user, uh, myself, isn't always that good at, at getting them all set up, or uh, we have uh, interruptions, but we are thankful that we can uh, connect in these ways. We're thankful too for the uh, guidance and advice uh, that, it, that are given, uh, the regulations even that are set up, we might not always feel that those in charge do things the way that we think they should be done. 
but nonetheless we recognize that decisions are, are being taken to try and uh, manage and uh, look after the population uh, and we recognize that those roles will be uh, stressful and challenging. Lord God, we thank you for uh, continuing to provide for us in these times, uh, all the ways that we've been prospered and blessed, but we recognize too that there are those whose uh, jobs are insecure or have been lost, uh, those who have uh, been finding it difficult to manage. We pray that uh, out of what we have been given, we we're able to give that back to you, Lord, in different ways, whether it's contributing to the food bank, whether it's donating to the church or other charities. And we pray that you bless all that we give uh, just as much as we're blessed when we receive. And Lord, we do pray for those uh, who are in hospital, including Annette uh, and others. Uh, we had a post on um, through the week from uh, Joan uh, and uh, praying on for her brother. We're thankful that he seems to have turned a corner. Um, we pray for Annette over the next few days that she'll get home soon and, uh, and be fully recovered. We pray on for uh, those who've been mentioned on the WhatsApp group. Um, and again, uh, in one case, uh, there's uh, some positive news. Uh, the person who was uh, ill, uh, the illness isn't quite uh, what was thought, which means there's a, a positive way to approach uh, it and, and the treatment and we, we trust there'll be again a, a positive outcome in that treatment. We pray too for others that we're still concerned about um, a friend who was in hospital and had been having a, a challenging time as it was and uh, again another one who um, I've been told about uh, I think I can give that, that initial K uh, and for, for them and, and their family. Because each time we, we pray, Lord God, we know that, that you hear uh, and that we ask that you will uh, answer and answer in the way that we hope, though trusting always to your will uh, and your plan. But it's hard, Lord, when your plan seems to include uh, losing others. So we've heard online through various connections, um, uh, someone in, in your university, uh, local pages on in Glen Boyg in particular, I think this week, uh, of bereavements. Uh, Once too that uh, sometimes I'm able to, to be called in, yes, the, the Gartkosh folk as well, that, uh, uh, or Gartkosh connected folk that uh, have been mentioned this week. Sometimes I'm able to go in and provide care uh, in that way, but it's hard, Lord, for, for any of us to go through the loss of a loved one, whether it seems to be a a blessed release or whether it's a too early uh, and sudden and, and un, unlooked for and wanted. But Lord, you know what it is to grieve and you know uh, how we feel when we go through these situations. So bring comfort and, and help us as best we can by a wee message or a phone call or uh, a little something uh, if we're able to arrange that in these times to let folk know that they're not forgotten. Help us to not to be those who, who pull away uh, after a time. Uh, as often it's it's in those weeks and months after bereavement that folk feel it the most. 
And so, Lord God, we pray too for uh, situations in our country. Uh, this week there have been uh, tragic and, and violent events in, in London, I believe, and in Kilmarnock and Cross House, uh, particularly affecting in the hospital there. And we pray uh, for those situations uh, again. I think particularly the, the Kilmarnock one, we're all um, connected in one family. And it's hard, Lord, to know what sense there is in that and, and how people uh, can go onwards uh, from there. But we just pray, Lord, have mercy when we don't know what to pray. Have mercy, Lord, and bring blessing and peace where that's possible. And we pray on for the, the changing uh, situation in, in the US and uh, uh, Sometimes I think there there are still uh, mutterings uh, from those who, who would be politically different uh, and uh, uh, we pray for continued uh, sense of, of peace, that things will settle there and uh, there'll be uh, a chance to, to um, steady things uh, in that. We pray for our own uh, nations and leaders uh, and ask that you give them that guidance and that uh, ability to take the right decisions. Lord, we do pray for uh, places around the world that uh, in the past and the present we've, we've thought of and supported. We pray on for Lamboy and for uh, the work in Manipur. And uh, we think too of, of Joe, uh, who's uh, supporting uh, MAF in PNG. Uh, uh, others who have ministered in different places, uh, Stephen Kutuska, who are now down, I think, in um, the southwest of England. Um, Adam, not quite sure his situation now, and uh, Alan and his family who are, who are over in the, the west coast of America. Uh, we thank you for the international connections that we can have, and um, others too, uh, family members of many uh, are, are in different places. Uh, around the world. So we bless uh, each of those that we think of at this time and we ask you to speak to us through your word, through worship, through prayer. Help us to perhaps get up early or find that extra time to spend in your presence, perhaps listening uh, more so than talking, that we might hear your still small voice uh, and walk in the way that you lead us. We lift up all our prayers to you spoken and silent, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now I'm concerned to you, have, have I been frozen all this time or have you, you managed to hear me and follow what I'm saying? I'm getting, you okay? I'm getting a nod and an acknowledgement from Tom, that's great. Um, I'm sure I probably missed things out in that prayer, though. Uh, uh, it possibly went on long, but uh, as I say, good to spend time in prayer. We're going to conclude now. Uh, and we've got, uh, again, if you happen to be using the books, it's 184, uh, Sing to the Lord a Joyful Song. What we're going to do is we're going to sing four verses of it just now. Uh, then I'll give the blessing and then we'll use the last verse, which I think we've used in the past as our blessing song. Um, sing uh, to the Lord of heaven and earth. So four verses just now then the benediction, and then the fifth verse. 
Um, I should say as well, sorry, um, those on Zoom do stay on uh, afterwards if you wish to uh, to chat, maybe to come out of hiding if you are not had your video on and you want to do that. Um, and uh, indeed, those who are on Facebook and Podbean, if you want to then jump over onto Zoom, uh, you're more than welcome to join us for that. Uh, and as I say, in the future, we'll maybe have a slightly different means of doing that uh, that chatting. But sing to the Lord a joyful song. Sing to the Lord a joyful song, lift up your hearts, your voices raise. To us his gracious gifts belong, to him our songs of love and praise. For life and love, for rest and food, for daily health and nightly care. Sing to the Lord, for He is good, and praise His name, for it is fair. For strength to those who on Him wait, His truth to prove, his will to do. Sing to our God, for He is great. Trust in His name, for it is true. For joys untold that from above Hear those who love his sweet employ. Sing to our God, for he is love. Exalt his name, for it is joy. So let us go to not stumble nor faint, but to rise up on wings as eagles. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with us all today and each day. Amen. Sing to the Lord. Amen. Shall I do that blessing again without having mute on? That would make sense. 
<laughs> Let us go, not to be uh, tired or weary, but to rise up on wings as eagles, to run and not be faint. The blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you all and all those whom you love and all those whom you're called to love this day and always. Amen. Amen. See, I told you I didn't always get the technology right. Anyway, thank you to Brenda and to Tom. Um, and I don't know, did Tom have some technical assistance in the background there? Thank you. If so, uh, yes, I did. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I noticed because you, you managed to change your uh, your your name on the on the thing, so I was like, well done. Um, it's good to have an assistant. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, um, I'm going to stop the Facebook uh, stream now. So thanks if you were on Facebook and thanks if you're listening on Podbean, which I'll stop as well.